look at you. Back again for more of the Comparison Group podcast, huh? You must have gotten a notification. There's a new episode available about Shawshank Trump and crackhead Hunter Biden. Probably got it at work. You went straight to your boss and said, I gotta go. I got a notification from Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Amazon Music or Pandora. There's a new episode of the Comparison Group. So you left work early, stopping only to pick up Jack Daniels and a bucket of chicken. If you're ready, pour yourself a shot, get a piece of chicken. Let's start the show. By the way, for all your nice comments about last week's episode about the Inflation Reduction Act, there was one person, though, who did not appreciate me saying Donald Trump had an eighth grade education. This person responded, if Trump is so stupid, why is he a billionaire and you're a loser podcaster? You don't think I ask myself that at every day? Working folks like myself can't seem to catch a break. I'm a loser. Unless, of course, how much money you have in the bank and how many social media followers you have doesn't make you awesome. Even someone who claims to be a billionaire can be a loser. Anyone with an eighth grade education understands that. Hey, let me do this before we get into the Trump scandals, Hunter Biden scandals. I don't want to forget this. I was talking a few days ago to an acquaintance and I had a thought. Our men and women in the military, why do we seem to only think of them when they are somewhere with bullets darn near grazing their butts? They're all over the place. They're all around us. And I'm sure they appreciate the, hey, thank you for your service, you know, when you see them. Yeah. But here's something to consider. If you go to VFW.org, VFW.org, that's the website for veterans of foreign wars. Pretty much all of them, right? You would expect. Yeah. If you go there, you can find a location near you of a VFW post. You can stop in, say hello, tell the guys, hey, just wanted to say hi, thinking about you. You can find out if there's anything maybe they need. They may tell you, hey, listen, yeah, we could use paper towels. (laughs) You never know. You know, just some basic stuff. Paper towels, paper plates, cups for when they have events. You know, maybe they're going to have something coming up for the opening kickoff of football season. And so it'd be nice to provide them with some of the things they may need for that. I don't know. You stop in, you ask them. You ask them what they need. Do not. I repeat, do not agree to buy them all the beer they can drink. Don't do that. You don't need that problem. There ain't enough Coors Light in the world for that. But if you go to the VFW.org, 
There's a button there that says find a post. You put in your zip code or your city, and it will locate all the VFW posts near you. Uh, I had 29 near me. Can you believe that? 29 within a 10-mile radius. 10 miles. I knew of, of, of a couple that I'm familiar with, but 29 within a 10-mile radius. So put in your zip code, find the VFW post. You can stop in. You can give them a call, find out who the commander is, find out who the quartermaster is, see if there's anything you can do for them. There's also a button there to donate. If you just want to do that online, just send a donation. I think our veterans would appreciate it. Just a thought. That's all. I hope people will run with it. I'm hashtagging it. Hashtag find a post. Okay. Now, Donald Trump, Hunter Biden. What's the deal? Let's start with Trump because that's going to take a minute. Here is what Donald Trump has on his plate in regards to investigations, lawsuits, legal issues, whatever. All right. Number one, classified documents investigation. All right. We're all familiar with that going on right now. Uh, the search at Mar-a-Lago, Trump had top secret do- documents. Apparently, it's a whole thing. All right. I'm not going to get into the details of all of these things because a lot of them I'm sure you're at least somewhat familiar with. Number two, criminal investigation into January 6th. Again, I'm sure you understand that. The select committee, they're investigating Donald Trump, along with other investigations regarding uh, January 6th, that he incited the violence at the Capitol. Number three, Georgia criminal investigation. That's when Trump called the Georgia Secretary of State and said, just find me 11,780 votes. That's awfully specific. Does he even consider, does he even hear himself when he says, look, just find me enough votes to say I won? All right. Anyway, number four, Manhattan DA criminal case against Trump organization. All right. In July of 2021, both the Trump organization and longtime CFO Alan Weiselberg were charged with numerous crimes related to tax evasion. So Weiselberg has since pled guilty to the crimes, the tax evasion crimes he was charged with. The Trump organization, no, looks like they're going to fight it. All right. Number five, New York attorneys generals in civil investigation into Trump organization. This is the case. Trump just pled the fifth to 440 times. You may have heard the exclusive audio on my last episode. This case is about him inflating the value of assets or properties when he was trying to get a loan and then deflating them when it came time to pay taxes. So he'd say, hey, my golf course is worth this much when he wanted a loan. And then he'd say, "Yeah, no, my golf course is worth this much when it came time to pay taxes. So there's a civil investigation to that. Number six, Westchester criminal investigation of the Trump organization. Again, that's about him misleading people about the value of a golf course that he has in Westchester in order to lower his tax bill. Number seven, D.C. Attorney General criminal investigation into January 6th. Uh, Number eight, hang in there. There's only like, I don't know, we're like halfway through. All right. Number eight, E. Jean Carroll defamation suit. Now, this woman says he raped her. He called her a liar. So she's suing him for defamation. Trump's response is he can't be sued because he was president when he called her a liar. All right. Can't make this stuff up. Number nine, Mary Trump lawsuit. This is his niece suing him for allegedly 
defrauding her out of millions. Who was it, number nine? Number 10, House of Representatives, January 6th lawsuit, self-explanatory. Number 11, uh, Eric Swalwell lawsuit over January 6th, self-explanatory. Number 12, Capitol Police, January 6th lawsuit. This is three separate officers suing Trump for injuries they suffered on January 6th. Number, what is this, 13? Number 13, Michael Cohen lawsuit, uh, Trump's former lawyer, I don't know, some nonsense about retaliation by Trump that Michael Cohen is suing him for. Number, I lost count, what is this, number 14, class action lawsuit against Trump businesses and the Trumps. Now, as best as I can understand this one, this is a suit that alleges the Trumps, Donald, Ivanka, Don Jr., Eric, used their brand, their Trump brand, to promote businesses and were secretly getting paid. So it would be like if I told you, hey, pick up some Jack Daniels and a bucket of chicken, and then you find out I was secretly getting paid by Jack Daniels and Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's kind of like that. They were saying, hey, we're the Trumps. You know, we piss excellence, and you should buy such and such product. Well, the people that maybe they were telling that to at, say, a rally or something didn't know that they were actually getting paid for promoting those brands or those products. That's the lawsuit. What do you want from me? All right. Number 15, I guess, NAACP Legal Defense Fund Voting Rights Lawsuit. All right. Eh, They're suing them, trying to stop people from voting. Number 16, Trump Tower Assault Lawsuit. This is five people suing Trump, saying they got beat up by his security while protest protesting in front of his building, Trump Tower. Whew, that's it. So it's a good thing he settled that Trump University and the fake charity lawsuits. Hey, just to be clear here, let me clarify. If I was secretly promoting Jack Daniels and Kentucky Fried Chicken, there's an argument to be made that those are good products. The lawsuit against the Trumps is saying they were secretly promoting products that were not good products. That's why there's the lawsuit. They were getting paid to promote these things that essentially were garbage. Okay, so just to clarify, I don't want anybody thinking that Jack Daniels and Kentucky Fried Chicken is garbage. In any case, there are some people that will hear that and say, come on, come on. You got to be kidding me with this guy. When is enough enough with him? And then there are other people who will say, all witch hunts. These are all witch hunts. If it wasn't for the fact that he was Donald Trump, if it wasn't for the fact that he ran for president of the United States, none of these investigations would be going on. Mm, Probably true. Probably true. Most of these investigations, almost all of these investigations would not be going on, would not be necessary, particularly the January 6th investigations, had Donald Trump not become president. But the other investigation into tax evasion and the other things, maybe they wouldn't be going on if Donald Trump had not become president. That doesn't make him innocent just because the investigations probably wouldn't have the same intensity or the same focus doesn't mean he didn't do these things. Some of these things, you know, when I do this show and people listen, all I ask you to listen, all I ask you to do when you listen is be reasonable and be consistent. And we'll get to that a little bit when we get to Hunter Biden in a second. But just be reasonable and just be consistent in what you think and what you believe. If you believe that Donald Trump has no dirt whatsoever under his fingernails, none whatsoever, 
I'd like to talk to you about a tremendous real estate investment opportunity I have available for you in Wakanda. But here's also the problem. Here's the problem with believing Trump is ever 100% innocent of anything. He lies so much, he makes you believe, well, he's got to be up to something. He's got to be up to something. You take this FBI search of Mar-a-Lago. They were trying to get back, apparently, as the story goes, they were trying to get back these documents for quite some time. Trump wouldn't turn them over. They subpoenaed them. They asked them for them back, blah, blah, blah. This is what they're saying. It'll all come out, I guess. The truth will all come out eventually in terms of what, what, what really went on between him and the Justice Department or the archives and so forth. But you assume when you hear all of the back and forth of what went on and the different stories and the different allegations, well, this guy took top, top secret documents because he had an intention to sell them to Russia. That's what you assume. That's where your mind goes, because he lies so much about it. The only reason to take these top secret documents about nuclear weapons is because he wanted to sell them to the highest bidder or sell them to Russia. When the fact of the matter may be he lied about taking these documents just because he wanted to take these documents, just because he wanted to take them out of spite, just because he was mad he couldn't be president anymore. And so he said, you know what, I'm going to take these documents. It's like somebody who has a bad stay at a resort or something. So they steal the coffee maker and then they swear up and down. I don't know what happened to that coffee maker. Don't accuse me. How dare you accuse me of taking your coffee maker? That's Trump. That's the kind of pettiness that you deal with with Trump. But he lies so much. You, it seems there must be something bigger going on. That happened with the Russia investigation. Donald Trump probably wasn't really colluding with Russia to win the election because Donald Trump never really planned on winning the election or wanted to win the election. He never really intended on being president. But he lied so much about Russia because he wants to do business in business in Russia. He wanted to then. He still wants to to this day. To this day, he still needs and wants to do business in Russia. Why? It's one of the only places where he can make money anymore. Nobody else trusts him. No one else will loan him money. It's all about the grift. It's all about the grift with him. But he lies so much about it, it seems like there must be something more. There must be something more going on there. But in my opinion, there's not. There's not. It's all about the grift. It's all about him trying to make an extra dollar, trying to rob Peter to pay Paul because he's always behind the eight ball because he always owes somebody money because he's a bad businessman and because he loses so much money. But his brand for the past 20 years, 30 years, however long, is built on him being a successful businessman. So he has to spend millions to keep up the illusion that he's successful, which just puts him in this vicious cycle of having to constantly find out where can I grift? Where can I get people to give me money? The politicians that support him, the media that supports him, they're just along for the grift. They're just along for the grift looking to get theirs. His supporters, the people who vote for him, some of them, not all of them, but some of them, they're just totally in the dark. They're getting grifted and they just don't know it. It's a shame, but they just haven't figured it out. And if you wonder why I say some, it's because some of the people who vote for Trump, they know exactly what he is, but they don't care. They still think he's better than a Democrat. <laughs> That's just their opinion. 
That's just the way they see it. They're not in the dark. They know exactly what they're dealing with, and they're okay with it. They still feel like he's better for the country than a Democrat. Hang on. I'm going to get to crackhead Hunter Biden in a minute. What? He admitted to smoking crack. He said he was a crackhead. He admitted it himself. I can't call him a crackhead. Uh, All right. He didn't use exactly those words when he admitted to using drugs. Fine. Okay. But I'm going to get to him in a minute. You know what? I'm going to get to him now. I was going to play a clip from a right-leaning personality, but I'll just tell you, when I talk about the people being along for the grift, to give you an idea of what their latest excuse was or is right now for the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, they say the FBI was not looking for any top secret documents, any documents related to nuclear secrets. They were there looking for the proof that Donald Trump had that the whole Russia collusion thing was a hoax, that it was all a hoax perpetrated, I guess, by the FBI, that whole Russia thing. And Donald Trump had the evidence of that. And that's what they were there to get. That's what this particular host says. I got to play the clip for you. I'm going to play the clip for you. And I promise I'm going to spend as much time on Hunter Biden. All right. I'm going to give as much time. But look, I had to read through 16 legal cases going on with Trump. So that took some time. But I want to play the clip because it illustrates, again, how we're all along for the grift when it comes to Donald Trump. All right. Here's the clip. Listen to this. FBI in conjunction with Hillary Clinton and the DOJ, invents a Russia collusion hoax. Trump stole an election colluding with Vladimir Putin. They just invented out of whole cloth, just made up. Completely eviscerated, discredited, debunked nonsense. They then spy on him to try to gather material using the hoax as a pretext to spy on him. Well, we think he's colluding with the Russians. Now we should spy on him. Yeah, but is he really colluding with the Russians? No, we just need a reason to spy on him. Then when he catches you spying on them and has some documents, maybe to prove it, which he has the ultimate authority to declassify, by the way, and did in many cases and did. You then raid his house to get the documents so he can't prove you spied on him after inventing the collusion hoax. So this is what's being said by an extremely popular voice on the right. Raise your hand. If you think Donald Trump had in his possession for five seconds proof that he was being spied on and he didn't put it out, raise your hand if you think that. And again, I got that land in Wakanda for you. It doesn't make any sense. I told you, fan of Judge Judy. That's the other thing Judge Judy likes to say, loves to say. If it doesn't make sense, it's usually not true. It's usually not true. It doesn't make sense that Donald Trump had all this evidence in a closet at Mar-a-Lago that proved what they've all been saying for so long now that the Russia collusion thing was a hoax and he was being spied on. He had the evidence, but just didn't put it out. But this host has no problem making up that story that that was the reason for the search, not because Trump decided to take top secret documents. No, the FBI wanted to get evidence that they knew Trump had in his possession that would prove the FBI has been spying on him, putting the FBI in people's crosshairs. It used to be the media was the enemy of the people. Now the FBI apparently is the enemy of the people. And what results out of that? Some nut grabs his gun and decides he's going to go to Cincinnati, Ohio and shoot up the FBI building. 
and he gets shot dead. Yet another person shot dead because they believe this nonsense that's being put out, this grift that's being put out by people to make money. My good Republicans, my good Trump supporters, I know there are people who listen who hate when I say that because they say there's no such thing anymore. I know there's, I know different. I know there are. I know there are good Republicans. I know there are good Trump supporters. I talk to you. I know who you are. Where does it end with this guy? Where does it end? Consistent and reasonable. Let's move on to Hunter Biden. His legal issues are extremely convoluted and hard to follow. So I'm going to simplify it greatly. Trust me, it'll be okay. You'll get it. Basically, the trouble Hunter Biden is facing pertains to not paying taxes and illegal foreign lobbying or not registering as a foreign lobbyist. You can't just take money from a Chinese energy company and then use your contacts as the son of the vice president to promote that Chinese company or Ukrainian company or any company. You can't do that. You got to let people know what you're doing. You got to let people know you're getting paid, particularly the IRS. They like to know when you're getting paid. So it seems pretty clear that's what he did. In addition, it would appear he didn't declare and pay taxes on the money he made from these deals. Let's listen to what some left-leaning media said about it when they finally decided to start talking about it, because it was true that for a long time, only right-leaning media was talking about this. So let's listen to what the media had to say about it. Good morning, Tony. The investigation began as in tax inquiry years ago and has expanded into a federal probe involving the FBI and IRS. A source familiar with the investigation now tells CBS News two men who worked with Hunter Biden when his father was vice president were called to the grand jury last fall. Multiple sources tell CBS News that the federal investigation into Hunter Biden's business practices is broader than previously known. The probe is exploring whether the younger Biden and his associates violated tax, money laundering and foreign lobbying laws. Records reviewed by CBS News and documents released by Republicans in Congress indicate multiple financial transactions involving an energy company called CEFC. Republicans accuse the business of being an arm of the Chinese government. In 2017, the year Joe Biden left the vice presidency, a $1 million retainer was signed with the Chinese energy company for Hunter Biden's services as a lawyer. His client, a CEFC official, Patrick Ho, was later convicted on international bribery and money laundering charges for unrelated work in Africa. So it should be said in all of these legal entanglements, President Joe Biden, who was then Vice President Joe Biden, is like Schultz from Hogan's Heroes. I know nothing. He says he maintains he knows nothing about any of this. Eh, who knows? Okay, we'll stick with what we do know and what's been confirmed by many sources over the course of 14 months. Starting around August of 2017, Chinese energy conglomerate CEFC paid $4.8 million to entities controlled by Hunter Biden and his uncle. This information is confirmed by government records, court documents, and newly disclosed bank statements, as well as emails on a copy of a laptop hard drive allegedly once belonging to Hunter Biden. As long as I mentioned the laptop, let's deal with that. Let's listen to the owner 
of the laptop repair shop where this laptop was supposedly dropped off by Hunter Biden. A lot of people probably haven't heard from this guy, so let's listen to him. His name is John Paul Mac Isaac. That's some name, John Paul Mac Isaac. Let's listen to what he has to say. Well, so when I when it became my property about mid July of 2019, because he abandoned the laptop in my possession, he came back in twice, or he came back in the, uh, after the first time to drop off a hard drive. So he was answering his phone. He was getting his messages. He just stopped coming in, and he never paid for it. And after 90 days that I explained to him on the paperwork that he signed, uh, it became my property. And I had seen some things on that laptop, which made me very concerned for my safety, but also for national security. So I felt like it was time for the FBI to take this. And uh, unfortunately, they didn't. And then I tried several members of Congress to get their attention and alert them. And I it fell on deaf ears. So eventually, I gave it a copy to uh, a lawyer representing uh, Rudy Giuliani, who was representing the president of the United States, because I tried the Department of Justice, and they didn't act on it. And then I tried a uh, Congress, they didn't act on it. And so I figured the executive branch was the best way to go. And uh, that was the end of my involvement at that point. Uh, Bob Costello and Rudy Giuliani's team decided that uh, the New York Post was the best course of action. So here's the good news. Whether you believe them or not doesn't matter because the laptop, what was on the laptop has pretty much been verified through other sources. The things that people find the most disturbing, the most distressing that was on the laptop, the deals with China, things like that have been verified through other sources. So doesn't matter if you believe him, how he came into possession of the laptop seems a little fishy to me. Now he says it was Hunter Biden himself who dropped off the, la- the laptop, Hunter Biden who left the number Uh, He said Hunter Biden had responded a couple of times to phone calls and then he stopped responding to phone calls. And so the guy, the owner, took the laptop into into his possession. I don't know if the first place I would go um, if I found something on a laptop that he found would be to the FBI or to Congress. I would say I'd probably go first to the police. But in any case, like I said, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We could go back and forth forever about it. There's plenty of evidence. Hunter Biden used his father's position as vice president to curry favor with executives of major energy companies in at least two different countries, Ukraine and China. The timing of this indicates he thought maybe his father was done with public service because this was at the end of his term as vice president that most of this stuff took place. Maybe his father even told him, hey, look, Just don't take any money. Don't do any of these deals until my term is done. And sometimes Hunter Biden listened, and sometimes maybe he didn't. After all, as he admitted, he was on crack. These things took place after, months after, Hunter Biden was going through divorce proceedings, divorce proceedings. Court filing showed overwhelming outstanding debt, maxed out credit cards, double mortgages on both properties, and a tax debt of $313,970. Three checks to their housekeepers had bounced, and they had and they owed money to medical providers and therapists. This is all according to a February 2017 filing in D.C. Superior Court. All right? February 2017. 
he took the first million from the Chinese energy company in August of 2017. So it's not hard to connect the dots here. This ain't a guy who had his stuff together. So be reasonable. Be consistent. Seems to be a lot of evidence here that he did something he wasn't supposed to do, that he was either being blackmailed in some kind of way or he was looking to get himself out of financial trouble. He was in debt. He was battling drugs. He was suffering from the loss of his brother, which is all going on around the same time. And so this ain't a guy with his stuff together. He doesn't appear to know how to hold a real job. So the verdict, he's got to be guilty of something. That's all. See how easy when you're reasonable? Donald Trump, got to be guilty of something. Hunter Biden, got to be guilty of something. But a Fox News poll, Fox News poll from this month, asked the questions, a couple questions. How important is it for Congress to investigate January 6th? Okay. Almost three quarters of Democrats say very important. 90% say at least somewhat important. Republicans, 40% think it's even somewhat important to investigate January 6th. Now, when the poll asked how important it was to investigate Hunter Biden, as you can imagine, the Republican numbers went up from 40% somewhat interested to 90% somewhat interested in the Hunter Biden investigation. To their credit, I give credit when it's warranted. I criticize when it's warranted, regardless of the party. To their credit, Democrats were at least a little better when it came to wanting to see or being somewhat interested in Hunter Biden being investigated. 65% said they were somewhat uh, interested in Hunter Biden being investigated. All right. So let's wrap up with the outcome. Hunter Biden, he pays back taxes if he hasn't already. He pays a fine. He gets a one-year jail sentence. He's out in four months. Or here's the $25,000 question. If he's found guilty or pleads guilty, should Joe Biden, the president of the United States, pardon Hunter Biden, his son? Oh, oh, oh. Where's the consistency? Donald Trump did an awful lot of pardons, but that's what I see for Hunter Biden. Now, Donald Trump, on the other hand, he settles most of his lawsuits because that's usually what he does. He settles. He settles the lawsuits with money he swindles from his supporters. Some of the other lawsuits, they never make it to court. Never make it to court. People need to understand the federal government generally will not bring a case to court unless they are extremely certain they're going to get a conviction. That's why the federal government has like a 90 percent conviction rate. They will not bring the case to court unless they're very certain they're going to get a conviction. And there's already been at least one case where some prosecutors have resigned because the D.A. doesn't want to bring the case to court. Not because he doesn't think Donald Trump is guilty, because he he's not sure he can get a conviction. So that's what I see for a lot of the lawsuits, a lot of the uh, legal trouble. Some of it will go away by being settled. Some of it will go away because... The cases won't make it to court. Now, the couple cases that have a chance of making it to court, the espionage case with the documents at Mar-a-Lago, the January 6th inciting violence, the Georgia election meddling. If those cases do make it to court somehow, Donald Trump will beat them. He'll beat them. How will he beat them? Time and effort. The time and effort it will take to convict Donald Trump of anything. 
It's beyond even our federal government, in my opinion. It takes a year just to get him to sit for a deposition. It takes a year just to get some of these people to answer subpoenas. How long do you think he can draw any of this stuff out? Forever. Forever. Now, if his time does run out and it seems like Donald Trump is facing going to court, his lawyers will argue all the way up to the Supreme Court. He can't get a fair trial by a jury of his peers. How can a former president of the United States, particularly Donald Trump, get a fair trial, which he's entitled to by the Constitution, by a jury of his peers? Where can you find anyone in this country who doesn't know anything about Donald Trump, who doesn't have an opinion one way or the other about Donald Trump? If you can find that person in the country who has no idea what's going on for the past six years, I don't know if I want them sitting on a jury. If that fails, if the time runs out, if the impartial jury thing doesn't work, the last thing, the last ace up the sleeve, you go in and you say, Your Honor, my client Donald Trump suffers from depersonalization disorder. This occurs when you persistently have the feeling you're observing yourself from outside your body or you have a sense things around you aren't real. Just make something up. Any mental condition. Any mental condition will do. You bring in a medical doctor, an expert like Dr. Oz or some somebody, come in and say, yeah, he's got that. Now, members of the jury, my listeners out there I'm talking to, can you tell me beyond a reasonable doubt Donald Trump is not suffering from some mental disorder? So I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but I've said it. You've probably said it. Donald Trump has the mentality of a small child. He's not right in the head. Would you lock a small child up for espionage? Would you lock a small child up for inciting an insurrection? So, like I said, hate to burst your bubble, but that's the way I see it. I would not start measuring him for an orange jumpsuit anytime soon. Oh, I hear that music. It must be time to dance. Hang on, I'm going to break dance. Let me put this cardboard down. Oh, what's this? What's this? Yeah, I can dance to this. Sure, I can dance to gibberish. I don't care. I kid, I kid my Latino brothers and sisters. You know I love you. You know what? Oh, wait, wait, let me, hang on. Let me, let me do something here. Oh, you like that? Oh, you like that? Look at me. Look at me go. Watch this, watch this. I'm going to do a split. Here comes a split. This music is exhausting. Hey, you know, I bet the Republicans who want to secure the border, I bet you they take all the Sophia Vergara's they can get, huh? <laughs> Listen, any women from Colombia, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Brazil, you're welcome to come. We'll take all we can get.
Turn it down. It's giving me a headache. Thanks for listening. I hope that gave more detail on the Hunter Biden escapades than my original Hunter Biden show did. I know some people weren't happy with that one. So hopefully that gave you some more detail. I will put uh, a couple of the articles up on the website, www.thecomparisongroup.com. Uh, please remember to go to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, to Amazon Music, Pandora, wherever you go, and follow. I've been saying subscribe, but I think I should say follow me on those platforms. And if you enable notifications, the show will come directly to you. You don't have to go looking for the show. And if you do that, you can also just paste and share the show to your Facebook, to your Twitter, to all your social media. It helps me out. I would appreciate it. I'll see you next time.